Welcome to Inspiring Entrepreneurs Montreal, our 15th season showcasing stories from outstanding business people presented by BDO Canada. My name is Dan Delmar. Great to be back along with Yoros Malekic, who is sitting in for Mike Newton this week. Welcome back to you, Yoros. Thank you, sir. Really great to be back and geared up for the fall. And we're uh, talking Euros with a really interesting entrepreneur who's based at Laval and Florida. So kind of a dream life, a uh, snowbird kind of situation, but uh, a really advanced mattress, organic, performing, uh, used by athletes. They're talking about REM sleep and trying to make you sleep uh, a deeper sleep with your mattress. Uh, Jack Delaccio, uh, founder of Essentia, a really interesting person. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious to know what he thinks is the right number of hours that you, you need to sleep uh, for a proper rest. You know, uh, how much is the right amount for, for you, Dan? Oh, I would say, I mean, my sweet spot would be like 10 to 5 kind of situation. So 7, I think, would be ideal. Um, but uh, I can definitely get by with five or six. You? Yeah. Well, you said you started off saying ten to five. I thought you were going to say ten hours. I was like, geez, that's no. <laughs> that seems like a lot. <laughs> ten p.m. But to 5 uh, no, for me, um, I would say I need my eight hours. Like I could probably probably you know thin it down to like seven uh, seven and a quarter. But uh, I start feeling the the impacts of that uh, the next day for sure. And so Jack is going to talk about uh, how the mattress can just up not only the the hours you spend sleeping, but the quality of your sleep. So kind of next level of thinking there. I'm I'm interested in uh, in seeing what the what the tech behind that is. Uh, we'll talk about some news and notes in a second, and later in the show we'll also have our specialist talking about R and D tax credits for companies. So uh, there are lots of different ways to um, level up and to increase your reliance on tech and to modernize. And you can often um, stack some of those credits. So we'll talk about that later in the show. But first, um, it is my first time back since, of course, there was a, a conflict that broke out. I am a Jewish person, so I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention how um, sad the situation is right now. And one thing I want to emphasize, and we don't talk about politics on the show, Euros, but from a technical point of view, because a lot of people, a lot of companies are broadcasting now, and some are sharing their feelings and all that. So I just want to mention um, quickly what regulates stations like CJAD. And this is a broadcasting code called the Canadian Broadcast Standards Council. It was invented uh, in the early 90s after we were expanding our broadcasting apparatus uh, following the advent of network news and international news. And similarly today, uh, as it's been my thesis for, for many years as a communications agency uh, person, um, we're having trouble adjusting to the internet and what's appropriate and what's not. So a quick recap, and this is the CBSC code is for broadcasters, right? But once in a while, creators, companies, individuals, entrepreneurs sometimes find themselves going viral for the right reasons or, or the wrong reasons. So a reminder that when you're a Canadian broadcaster, you're uh, just a few quick, quick basic rules. Uh, the programming that you're putting out there should not contain gratuitous violence uh, young children should not be exposed to programming that is unsuitable for them. Viewers should be informed about the content of the programming they choose to watch, or if it's an online situation, the, the content they choose to subscribe to. So if you absolutely have to post something graphic, post a warning or conceal it so that you, you aren't harming people um, that might be going about their day or, or at their jobs working. And in terms of the content of the posts, and again, uh, what I'm about to say is devoid of any political statement here. So these are 
technical broadcasting codes, but we do encourage in Canadian broadcasting and would encourage and should encourage online as well uh, that the content contain, quote, no abusive or unduly discriminatory material or comment which is based on matters of race, national or ethnic origin, color, religion, age, sex, sexual orientation, marital, marital status, physical or mental disability, etc. So there is a, a, a convention in Canadian law, which we should keep in mind when we produce content online, that we cannot disparage uh, identifiable groups or other human beings. And if we just kind of stick to that, perhaps we can have um, more civil conversations, even in times of crisis. That's all I'll mention about that for now, Euros. But, you know, it's, it's something that I think is on the minds of some people in the workplace because uh, it's an awkward uh, time uh, to uh, to be political and to discuss these things, but um, th there's a time and a place for everything. Agreed, Dan. You know, courtesy and respect is is paramount uh, in what we do for sure. And in terms of online content, you just sometimes don't have to post, so you you cannot post. That's that's an option too. Don't forget. Okay, so on a less serious note, we want to get back to business, and business will continue and must continue. So let's move on. Uh, scientists have found a way, Eros, to help your brain work like it's thirty years younger. This is a story from Inc.com. Yeah, so you know, like you mentioned, Dan, we're going to be speaking to Jack from from Essentia later in the show on the importance of sleep. And I'm sure he's going to have some tips for us on, on how to, uh, you know, improve our, our health uh, through sleeping. Uh, you may have heard of the fellow named Brian Johnson. I don't know if you've heard of him, Dan. He's, nope. a, he's an entrepreneur. He has over half a million followers on, on YouTube. He's, he's the founder and CEO of a company called Kernel. Uh, they make devices that basically monitor and record brain activity. He actually sold the other, another endeavor where he sold the company to PayPal, uh, I think back in 2013 for reportedly $800 million. So it's uh, not a small chunk of change. Um, he, since then, he started a project called Blueprint, uh, where he really strives to achieve metrics that young, healthy adults would, would normally have. So, for example, his inflammation is apparently 66% lower than the average 10-year-old. And he's managed to reduce his, his speed of aging by like 30 plus years. What he does and focuses on might be unrealistic to, you know, some of us nor normal folk. His, it's his, his diet is really based on specific metrics that, uh, you know, all his vital organs, which he, you know, he tracks um, in, in his different ways. Uh, so he eats spe specific to what his, his organs require on a daily basis. And he has a certain number of calories that he hits every day. It's like a real science uh, and, and math to it. I mean, it seems extreme to most, like I said, uh, and probably on the expensive side. So the, the big question becomes, uh, how can a regular person, you know, which I would like to put me and you in that basket, then, you know, turn back the clock as well. You know, we all know that our cognitive abilities, you know, tend to level off in our, our 30s and 40s and probably more so in our in our 60s. So researchers decided to actually look into this and try to establish if there was any, you know, reason outside of just our biological aging process that, that caused this. So you look at kids in school, uh, for example, they experience a slower start after the, the summer break. Well, the researchers decided to look into this correlation of non-educational periods of time and how they impacted our, our mental sharpness. So when adults are past their school years, you know, we finish school, we graduate, we head to work, right? Yes, there's formal trainings in, in, in many businesses, you know, that happen every year. There's on-the-job training, of course, which is very useful as well. But the thing is, the frequency of these formalized trainings 
tends to taper off compared to your younger adolescence, right? So there, appe there appears to actually be a correlation between the two in that declining cognitive performance is perhaps more about rustiness rather than, you know, biology. So there was a, there was a, in this article, they referenced a team of psychologists that rounded up a group of 33 adults uh, over the age of 55. And they basically signed them up for, for classes to learn uh, Spanish as a language and, and singing. So by the end of this three month program, they experienced enhanced memory and attention. And the results were so drastic that they came to resemble, you know, the memory and attention span of, of adults uh, 30 years uh, younger. So wow. the, yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive. Use it or lose it is, the, is how the saying goes, I guess. Euros, this story is mind-blowing. I'm learning so much. We're, there's going to be a lot of learning on the show today. I learned a lot about mattresses, and we'll, we'll get into that. But what you're telling me now is kind of mind-blowing. So this this suggests that everyone has professional training that they have to go through, but perhaps when you reach a certain level, as you're saying, those trainings drop off. So the the upskilling, right? If if your employer, if you have at a senior level and the upskilling stops, maybe it's time for you to take on your own upskilling. Exactly. I mean, you don't necessarily have to do cryotherapy or, or, or cold plunge or any of those extreme me measures. Continue learning, like you said, Dan. Uh, although I have to say, I've been doing a three-minute cold plunge in, in 15, uh, 58 Fahrenheit water for the last few weeks <laughs> every morning post-workout. And I feel very mentally clear afterwards. So Wow. I was going to ask you, what's your trick uh, in terms of staying young? But I guess, is that, is that it? Is that is that your answer? Well, to, to begin with, I, I'm, I'm not that old either. I'm, I'm 37 years years old. So uh, yeah, that that's something I've started. Like it's it's been three four weeks now that I've been wow. doing it every day, and like you get addicted to the endorphins. It's it's quite quite impressive, and it's almost a rush. So I don't know if there's a bit of a placebo effect, but uh, there's some science behind it as well. I'm sure. Well, I'm projecting because I'm uh, this fall. I'm I'm, I'm turning the corner uh, into my 40s, and I'm wondering, you know, what's the next thing that I'm going to do? So, meditation is a part of my routine. Stretching has been huge in terms of my energy level. Cutting out dairy has been revelatory <laughs> uh, lately. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's time for a cold plunge. Maybe, maybe, but it's. I got to tell you, Dan, it's not easy to to start. Once you get in there, it, it it's a lot easier than a cold shower. I find a cold shower, it's kind of just spraying you with cold water. But there's still bits and pieces of your body that are warm. So when you're in the cold plunge, you have no choice, uh, you know, unless you get out. And you're not staying in there for long. It's like uh, three minutes for, for me. And lastly, uh, speaking of Navy SEAL tactics, uh, three ways to make a persuasive pitch according to the Navy SEALs. Yeah, Dan. So the simple rule of three, it's actually Jocko Willink. Uh, he's a retired United States Navy officer who served in the Navy SEALs. Uh, you probably you might have seen him. I think he was on the Joe Rogan podcast as well. He he has this uh, simple rule of three. So you try and stick, and it, it it sort of translates into you know business and entrepreneurship as well. Try to keep things simple uh, and stick to three. You think of a telephone number; it's it's bundled in, in segments of three. Uh, social insurance number sets of three, right? Three sets of three. It's easier for the human uh, human mind to. Uh, to remember our brain is actually quite bad at holding too much information at once we often chunk lists or numbers in more manageable groups so in realizing this you can actually use it to your advantage in a, in a business setting uh, for example you know you when you present your your customers with too many choices it can actually be a, a bad thing so next time you want to make a sale 
maybe uh, you know give your prospect three options three reasons to buy it or, or three features don't necessarily need a hundred SKUs. you know keep it simple the rule of threes is uh, really a part of our business on a regular basis. You can see that on our website, and it's part of everything we do, part of our system. Uh, the rule of twos, not complex enough. You know, sometimes people need a third argument, a third piece of evidence to convince them, and I'm a big fan of the rule of threes. Let's get right to our guest, Euros. His name is Jack Delaccio, CEO and founder of Essentia, a mattress company that is looking towards uh, organic and sustainable uh, as their business model. And uh, let's welcome him to the program. Jack, welcome to Inspiring Entrepreneurs. Thank you, Dan. Uh, good to see you guys. Glad to be here. So first, before we delve into your business, the easiest question is, what is Essentia? So Essentia, over the years, 19 years that since I founded Essentia, Essentia started as, uh, as, a, as a product which was uh, organic, clean, really addressing the needs of, of, of those who were sometimes health compromised. But today is uh, leading in performance mattresses, uh, extending REM sleep, deep sleep, and, and allowing people to be their best while still maintaining our organic and true to the baseline of what we've always been, a, a clean, organic product. So, uh, Jack, uh, first of all, I'm so happy to have you on, uh, on the show. Uh, I know your products were featured in Good Morning America, CBS News. Could you maybe explain a, a, a little bit more about how the products differentiate from a conventional mattress? So from when I founded it, um, the, what, what I was looking to achieve and, and what we did achieve back in 2006 was addressing the needs in the, on the material science part where there was a need for organic materials that had pressure redistributing properties. So, so uh, the pressure redistributing properties are typically memory foams very popular. Everyone's known them, either memory foams or gel foams that, that basically take away the pressure, but that didn't exist in the organic world. So what we've done is really create that reaction from the foam uh, while being fully certified organic. And, and I have to ask this, I mean, since we have you on, what is the right way to sleep? Like which side and, and tell us maybe how many hours of sleep we should be getting a night. You know, we hear some successful people saying they get, you know, two, three hours of sleep and they're fine. I think of myself needing like a good eight. Am I off there? So, so that's, that's actually where that's the sweet spot. That's where we really thrive, right? Um, we deal with a lot of high performers, whether they be executives, whether it be athletes, we you know over 30% of NHL players sleep on a center. The reason why is that we don't focus on the full timeline. It doesn't make a difference if it's six, seven or eight. We're all unique individuals. What we focus on is how much REM sleep and how much deep sleep you do. That's what we obsess with. That's what I've been focused on, how much I can extend. Certain people can achieve their two and a half, three hours of deep sleep and REM sleep cycles within five and a half hours. Others are six, others are seven. Myself, personally, I'm a seven-hour guy. That's when I feel great, between seven and eight. I can't go past that. And and it's not best when we were before that, but I know some athletes that are at five and a half hours of overall sleep and they're hitting their two and a half, three hours. Some individuals who were at five and a half hours converted them to Essentia and extended them to six, but also extended their, what they were at, you know, two hours of deep and REM sleep and brought them to four hours. So that, that doubled the efficacy of their sleep. Uh, by just adding an extra half hour, again, it, we don't add a timer to it. 
It's just, if you're in the right environment, you're on the right surface, uh, good things happen. Jack, I can certainly testify to the power of, uh, of getting a better mattress. And I'm a memory foam guy. It did change our lives. I mean, it, it improved our, our, our sleep for sure. But what is in the memory foam? What's in there? What are we sleeping on? Well, so, so just for clarity, you're not on an Essentia foam. You're on a, a conventional memory foam, right? So in a conventional memory foam, you get the pressure redistributing physical uh, benefits of that. So you get the pain uh, relief. You get the pressure redistribution. You get the posture support. And, and again, I'm, I'm assuming you're on a premium one because a lot of um, bed-in-a-box companies, they call it memory foam, but it's such low density that it doesn't have the true benefits that a memory foam of high density was uh, designed to have. So assuming you're on a high density quality memory foam, you're getting the physical supports, but what's actually happening to you is sort of what I call the sleeping pill effect. If you've ever taken a sleeping pill, you'll realize that you're knocked out for the night. You wake in the morning and you're not feeling any better. Because what, a, what, a, what, a, what an actual sleeping pill does, it, it makes you unconscious but it doesn't keep you in deep uh, REM and deep sleep cycles. It keeps you in just unconscious sleep. That does not allow your body to recover, restore. What a memory foam does is it off-gasses toxins in your sleep environment. Those toxins accelerate your central nervous system, which spikes you and keeps you in light sleep cycles, just like a sleeping pill would. So while it's doing great physical um, uh, benefits for you, on the deep sleep cycles, it's harming you there. And you won, of course, the, the Men's Health Sleep Awards, I think in 2022 for the most luxurious mattress, uh, Jack. Could you tell us the importance of creating that like optimal environment at home that's gonna enhance the, the, the sleep quality? Like, is there certain things that, uh, you know, frequency-wise that we shouldn't keep near the bed? And can you let us know how that, you know, correlates with our, our sleep quality? So it was interesting because, you know, we really love being named by men's health. Uh, I, I, I took a little issue being, being considered luxurious. And the reason they call it luxurious is because it's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's a different price point. Uh, so I, I understand that, but our focus on is, is wellness. Our focus is on recovery and uh, in, in all aspects, the way we really achieve such high numbers in REM and sleep is because we look at every different stimulant that negatively impacts your sleep. Like we said, pressure redistribution and support, um, uh, thermal regulation. So we, we have a dynamic thermal regulation uh, property to our product. And as you mentioned, in our environment, there is also EMFs. Um, over the last five years, I've been working to really come up with a product that would uh, tackle this specifically because I work with young athletes who are uh, willing to do almost anything except get rid of technology. I also believe that, you know, true progress is, is not isolating ourselves from technology, but kind of protecting ourselves from technology. So um, it's been two years now that uh, our, our latex formula is built with activated quartz, What activated quartz does is, um, you know, we all kind of know that, our cell phones are not good for us. We know that all the streaming and antennas around us, we all know, but we don't really know why or what it's doing. We just, hey, it sounds like it's not good. On a central side, we're involved with different institutions, Mayo Clinic, Well Living Lab. So, so we work with institutions that everything's got to be evidence-based. 
So not just in what's our intuition or what we think. So, so what we've been able to identify is that our blood cells behave erratically and chaotic with the, uh, in the environment of streaming downloads and data transmissions. And we've seen, we've actually done case studies where we've taken uh, blood work and identified this. Um, with our activated ports in the same environments, the blood cells no longer behave erratically. So what we've created is a, a low frequency environment through the ports in our latex that kind of gives uh, what we call a protection because what it does is it dictates a frequency that no longer uh, allows our blood cells to behave erratically. What this means is having proper blood cell behavior uh, uh, responds with proper oxygen flow through our blood cells, better recovery. So there's just a lot of great benefits of, of protecting ourselves from EMS. Very good, Jack. And uh, we'll continue the conversation, talk about R&D and uh, where, and maybe the, the origins of your business. Real quick, uh, your connection to Montreal, I know you're now currently in Florida. Um, are, is this business kind of based in, in both both locations? Yes. So um, uh, we proudly, um, I'm from Laval, Quebec, uh, born and raised, um, moved out to Boca Raton, Florida, nine years ago uh, for the expanding the business on the marketing and sales side. Uh, so today, our, our, we're still headquartered in Laval. Uh, our full production comes from Quebec. And um, uh, our marketing and sales team is in uh, Boca, which has been really, really beneficial for a lot of our um, institutional work that we do out here with the different clinics and 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 and, uh, and different certifying boards so it's been a great uh, a great connection to work from both locations and i want to dive right in jack to the r d so we were mentioning before you worked with a lot of athletes a lot of institutions and so a lot of people that are looking for a performance mattress you know something that takes that memory foam uh, to the next level um organic uh also you know what the, the chemicals the mattress gives off is is uh, a big part of your uh, your business model as well, making sure that is uh, is healthy for everyone's environment. What is going on at your R and D facility? Where are your priorities uh, as your product evolves? Well, the um, R and D is huge uh, for us at Essentia. It's it's been kind of you know I started doing R and D in the the material science maybe three years before I even founded Essentia. So I had been working on this prior to founding the company. And um, in the years after the launch, we continued to develop and patent uh, cores, um, you know, in 2009, 2011. And that's kind of in our DNA, always researching, always developing, always pushing ourselves. You know, I still today, the industry has not caught up to my 2006 formula, but that doesn't stop us from trying to push forward because I don't consider this a competition with other companies. It's a competition within ourselves to push the limits of how we can get people sleeping well, increasing their deep sleep and REM sleep cycles. So because of that, that's that's where we're always looking towards. And we, we always identifying what the next stimulant is that uh, negatively impacts sleep. And we tackle that. And, and in the last few years, it's been thermal regulation, uh, EMFs. Um, and, and now we, we, we're tackling new issues this year. We've been doing a lot of testing on uh, mold prevention, uh, and we're working with a lot of international customers where, where this is an issue, and they've come to us um, 
through the institutions, they've come to us to try to resolve the problem, uh, which we believe we have. And, and that's something that, again, we, we just never stop sleeping when it comes to the R&D side of the company. Take us to the beginning stages, uh, Jack. Like when you first started this, you mentioned 19 years ago, uh, you founded the company. How, like at that time, you know, the beginning months, how many you were versus how many you are now, the dynamics, how they've changed and how you've managed to you know, scale the, the business. Well, it, it was interesting where, where there, there have been uh, many changes along the way. When I, when I founded the company, again, this was a, a, a almost a personal project uh, where uh, I had some people in the family who were uh, had become ill and undergoing their own treatment. So I was really uh, focused on the clean environment, the organic environment. And that, that that's, you know, initially I, when I developed the product, I didn't think I would be making mattresses. I thought I would be making the the material available to other mattress producers. But I didn't like where it was being taken. I didn't think that it was being used in its purest sense with the consumer and the user in mind. Uh, I, I took it upon myself to develop the Essentia line. And um, from that, we started off really strong. Uh, when we first showcased our product, we, we showcased that at a, at a trade show in Vegas, in fact. and the industry went nuts over us. So we were selling our product through resellers, which is the conventional way that things work. The, the way the, the way this industry works is a mattress manufacturer doesn't actually make the materials. They buy the materials, they, they assemble the mattresses, and they sell them to resellers or, or the big box stores or, or, or the small mattress shops. So we were actually producing the raw material and then made the decision uh, because I didn't like how the mattress producers were using our materials, we took it away and took those two categories. We went from pouring and making the material to actually assembling our mattresses that we felt uh, had this, the user in mind. And for the first year, we were selling like hotcakes. I mean, uh, our first year in business, we did over a million dollars for 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 first startup was was pretty decent. And then I realized that this was a cutthroat industry and that also the big box stores and those mattress shops were not very interested in the wellness of the product itself. It was all about the marketing spin, the good, better, best, uh, switching up to whatever gave bigger kickbacks to the salespeople. So the whole the whole negative side of, of many businesses. And I don't believe business needs to be that way. There is, There are good businesses out there. And, and I had decided that I, I wanted Accenture to be one of those businesses. So by 2007, we pulled out of being a supplier to the mattress shops and became a fully vertical company from pouring the foam to assembling mattresses and getting it directly to consumers. And we launched our website uh, back then. Um, and the company grew uh, quite aggressively. In fact, year over year, always hitting higher numbers. And at one point opened as many as 20 locations across the US and Canada, uh, where we had Accenture shops um, pretty much in, 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 in most major cities from New York City, uh, you know, Chicago, LA, uh, Denver, we had Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, uh, Calgary, Vancouver. So, so we, we really had, we felt we were just starting out. We, by by 2000 and 2014, 15, we, we had plans to keep expanding uh, many, uh, many stores. And um, 
So the company has gone through quite a journey, um, some great, some big hiccups along the way. Uh, and, and that's, uh, it's really interesting because uh, I, I've learned to appreciate those hiccups. They make you a better CEO. They make you a better leader because when it's all smooth and all easy, uh, I don't know, there's something uh, years after our hardships. And, and we've had a hard time with the, uh, with, with the aggressive growth that we made early on in the 2014, 2015. And uh, we had to kind of um, stabilize the business and, and, and make sure that we can adapt to that. Where the company has gone since COVID is actually pretty interesting. Um, over the years, we, we built a strong reputation across the industries of, of wellness. Uh, we, we're, we're considered the biohacking mattress for anyone looking for longevity. We, uh, we, we have tons of the top celebrities top athletes that use our products. Uh, we make insane sizes. We make, you know, some 12 foot by 12 foot by 16 inch, 600 pound mattresses. We do anything and everything um, out of that Laval factory. We're way more versatile. And today we do this with practically no stores, no brick and mortar stores. Uh, our, our revenues are higher than ever than when we had 20 shops. Uh, just because people are not just buying a comfortable mattress, right? Any mattress needs to be comfortable or it's just not a good mattress. So just on our reputation of obviously being comfortable, but but two is delivering wellness and delivering better sleep. We've been able to achieve this post-COVID with only having our Laval showroom, our Toronto showroom, and a Boca showroom. And the reason these exist is Laval is because our factory is there. So we have the space. Toronto is because, uh, listen, it's our, it was our first store and the same staff for the last, uh, you know, 15 years. And, and, and we, we keep it for him. <laughs> uh, but he, and he's awesome. And, and, uh, and Toronto people uh, do enjoy going out there and see him. And Boca because it became a little bit of a, a showcase when I host different institutional customers here in Boca. But really, it's, it's amazing how our reputation has um, held us really strong and uh, the factory has grown. And right now we're, we're in a point where we're, we're looking at um, uh, expansion, expanding our capacity uh, and introducing some robotics and some automation to be able to hit some of the institutional customers that have been, uh, that have been supporting us for years and, 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 and loving the results. This year, we, we've expanded the shipping to Dubai. So we're doing complete buildings in Dubai, which are focused on wellness. And, and, and so the building itself has everything from clean air, clean water filtration, proper lighting, and featuring essential products in every single unit. So the wellness movement is going strong, and we're blessed to be a part of it. We've worked hard to be a part of it, but... Uh, it makes today seeing those early decisions of sticking to our values uh, pay off, but it's not a quick fix. It, it's, you know, you make the right decision uh, to, to go down the right pattern as a company. It, it's not done in a year. <laughs> Jack, let's just continue on with you. A couple more questions for the podcast. Um, I'm a marketer. So on the marketing front, I'm interested uh in this space because I see it as, as very confusing. I mean, there's so many mattress in a box companies, they're all online, heavy, heavy marketing, a lot of pushy marketing, uh, flashy names. It's so confusing. Uh, how, how do you 
distinguish yourself. Obviously, your product is, is a little next level here. We, we like to have next level companies on the program. But how do you distinguish yourself amid all this noise? Well, obviously, that that's uh, always is a challenge. And we know that the industry looks at us because whenever we, 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 we launch things, we notice that we have we, we issue articles, a lot of people to learn. And, and on our website uh, has a lot of information, a lot of our articles, a lot of testing. And we do see competitors using it as a headline, but without the substance to back it up. So how we distinguish ourselves has, has been through real certification, third-party audits. So we are a GAL-certified organic factory. We are a GOT-certified organic factory. We have an internal certification, which we, we refer to as beyond uh, organic. And what beyond organic means to us is that we, we don't just look for a clean room environment. We are also focused on performance and every single part from uh, the, the purchasing to how we handle, how we store, how we transition and how we make the product is with REM sleep and deep sleep obsession in mind. Um, so, so these external certifications are, um, are important to us because they, uh, uh, you know, most people don't have it, don't pass it. A few companies that have it, they misuse it where it's not their certification. So, so an informed customer should know that a certification needs to belong to that company and not to their supply chain. And we, we've we've done well at standing out on, on that because I, I get out there. I, I personally get on podcasts. I, I speak to people. I, I definitely uh, try to, you know, get into the granular part of what makes us different, what makes us better. Um, but again, um, it's, it's, a, it's the obsession with the product. Uh, so it makes the marketing that much easier because we have years and years of satisfied customers, uh, brand ambassadors. You know, I think it's a beautiful thing when you can say your customers become your brand ambassadors. It's, it's the most powerful tool. And you mentioned, Jack, before that, you know, you, you decided to not only, you know, uh, work with the raw materials and send them out for someone else to finish the product, you decided to, to continue that whole process yourself and do it in Canada. Uh, that decision to, to keep it in Canada, uh, I'm sure has its own challenges. Can you maybe just uh, tell us a little bit about that process and why you decided to do it that way and keep it that way? Well, to me, it, it's about the team. I have a great team, uh, which are, are committed, passionate, and 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 very detailed, and meticulous, or oriented. And and we are we are not a typical production line. Uh, we we you know we we are like a Ferrari of 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 mattress plats. We 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 care for every little detail. And and starting something up that way, I have people that have been with me for eighteen years making the very first Essentia mattresses. Right, so. Um, that kind of knowledge, that kind of, of attention to detail, care for the brand, care for the product is not so easily uh, replicated, uh, nor, I mean, part of the journey for me in this has been taking care of my team. Uh, they take care of me, they take care of the brand, and I take care of them. So that, that team building, that team loyalty to each other, uh, and we celebrate we, we, we battle through our challenges together. We celebrate our successes together. So, so I've never just seen it as, uh, as that way. The, the company was born there, was founded there. Um, you know, if ever we had to, uh, you know, and we have considered this in the past and, and are considering it 
for for many different expansion projects, possibly having other production lines. Uh, but but that'll never um, the original Ferrari plant will always be there and it will always keep expanding. So that's it, it's it's not a, a a question of moving it. Is is do we need to have more of it? And as as our as our wellness movement continues to grow and continues to take attention internationally, maybe that will be uh, an option. But for now, Laval has supplied really well, uh, high quality, high consistency. And um, I enjoy coming to Montreal every six weeks or so to have my uh, smoked meat poutine and uh, <laughs> I have no problem with the travel. <laughs> Awesome. And you also have, I mean, there's other products. There are quality pillows I think you have as well. So we can find these on myessentia.ca. Yeah, myessentia.ca. And also there's a lot of learning files in there. If people want to know about the certifications, about the test, I mean, we have the case studies. Last year we did 70, we, we did a double blind case study with 75 professional athletes. And um, after a 10 week, uh, experiment, we, we, we've been able to prove that sleeping on Essentia increased their REM and their deep from as low as 20% to as much as 60%, which are staggering numbers. That's insane for a professional athlete. That's, that's, that, that, that's all money for them because that, that changes their contract uh, value. Incredible. Jack, uh, it's, it's a really interesting product, and I, I've learned so much on the show today. I, I, I'm really uh, in a deep reflection about my own mattress situation now, I think. Uh, Jack Delaccio of Essentia will have his one piece of advice for inspiring entrepreneurs on the way. But first, let's check in with our BDO specialist. We're going to talk about R&D, research and development tax credits, what you can get back from the government, uh, hopefully to further uh, the future growth of your organization. Greg McDonald is a director at BDO Canada. Greg, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And Euros, there is just a tremendous amount of support that's available for entrepreneurs, especially in the last few years. Um, that's where the R&D specialists come in handy. Yeah, Dan, you know, we talked about the importance of, of learning earlier in the show, and now we get to hear about how that learning can benefit a small or medium-sized business from a tax perspective. So, Greg, uh, please do enlighten us. I mean, what are some of the biggest misconceptions uh, that you hear about the uh, research and development uh, tax incentives? So with the scientific research and experimental development or SHRED program, as it's commonly known, um, it's complex. And so that makes it easy for misconceptions to develop. Um, while they can range, we two common ones that we'll see with smaller or early stage companies are that they might think they're not eligible or that it's not worth claiming. Um, and for all the reasons for that can vary, there's a couple um, common ones that we see. So early stage companies that aren't yet profitable, they might think that they can't utilize the credits because they aren't paying any tax. But for small Canadian controlled private corporations, the credits are refundable. So that means that they'll get a cash refund even when there isn't any income tax that they owe. Um, sometimes companies will be using another program and they may think that, well, we're using this other program, we can't also claim shred. But the Shred is stackable, meaning you can still claim it even when you're receiving other funding. That other funding will reduce your Shred claim, um, and that can actually lead to another misconception that it's no longer worth claiming. Um, so, for example, the National Research Council IRAP program, it can fund up to 80% of eligible salaries and wages. So 
logically somebody might think that there's only 20% left over for shred and it may not be worth claiming. But the way that the math works when you reduce your claim for other assistance, um, it doesn't hit it as hard as you might think. Um, so the credits that are you end up getting if you're also getting that IRAP funding would still be about 50% of what you would have gotten just from Shred alone. And another aspect is that uh, IRAP doesn't cover certain Shred eligible costs such as materials. So it can still be worthwhile to file a Shred claim. And in fact, I would say that most of our uh, Shred clients are accessing multiple funding programs in addition to Shred. And what do you think, Greg, makes it such an onerous process like it's it's clearly not a simple thing where you, you know you click yes and and submit the claim like there's a whole you know as you explain there's a background process there's different incentive programs that exist they may overlap um, what makes it a complicated process what makes it the complicated process is it is part of the tax act and so um, tax has many nuances and and rules in general and and by extension, because Shred is part of that, um, it shares some of those complexities. And frankly, those complexities are really what um, lead to any misconceptions. Um, the rules are nuanced, which can make it somewhat challenging to understand them, as well as evaluate the opportunity that a, a certain R&D scenario might have. And you mentioned other programs, and while Shred is, is similar to other programs, the rules differ, which can create additional confusion. So all of that can add to um, the complexity and perceived burden and and misconceptions about the program. And you know, I think when you when you look at it, uh, like in layman's terms, if you're making a process better, uh, you know, there might be something there. You know, if there's remuneration that you pay. Um, there could be something there to have a claim. So it's important to speak to your professional advisor, of course, uh, and, and Greg's part of that team at BDO Canada. What would you uh, say, Greg, is you know, your advice to small and medium-sized business owners that are, that are tuning into the show with respect to these uh, tax incentives? Sure. So I probably have two pieces. Um, the first is don't let the complexities cause you to shy away from the program. They can create some burden, but for companies that are creating new or improved technologies, it is one of the best sources of non-dilutive funding around. And in fact, it's the largest source of federal funding for uh, R&D. Every year, there's 20,000 shred claims filed across the country, and the federal credits alone are $3 billion. And keep in mind that provincial credits are on top of that number. Um, to give you an example, in Quebec, um, the combined federal and provincial credits on eligible labor can approach about 73%. So it really, you want to keep it a key part of uh, your strategy for funding R&D. Second piece is kind of twofold, and that's to get advice on the program early on, even before you start the R&D. And the second part is to get assistance with claiming. While there are costs associated with this, professional advisors can help you position for success, increase your claim, and reduce the burden on you and your employees, allowing you to focus on your business. In addition to helping our clients with their claims, we also spend time helping them leverage Shred more strategically and helping them improve the way that they track and document their work, which can help make claiming Shred even easier. Well, thanks, Greg, uh, for, for enlightening us on this topic. I think it's important you know, to not leave money on, on the table, especially if you're spending it. Uh, and it's to drive the business forward. 
So a lot of important things there. Uh, I, I agree with the fact of, you know, don't be shy and, and don't be blind with, with what's in front of you. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Greg McDonald, Director of BDO Canada. Thanks very much. And as we near our end of the show, let's turn to our entrepreneur, Jacques Delaccio, CEO and founder of Essentia Mattresses, and ask him for his one piece of advice for inspiring entrepreneurs. Jack, what do you think? One piece of advice for aspiring entrepreneurs uh, is stick with the passion. And, and, and it's all about people. The companies are all about people. I, I've been involved in other companies as well. And um, it's those connections that uh, that are uh, that are really important. You, see, you can't do it alone. Jack Delaccio, CEO of Essentia, thank you so much. Uh, Euros clearly a lot of passion there, and I, I love entrepreneurs who are just thinking of of details that no other company seems to be thinking about. I mean, getting into REM sleep and and just being concerned about wellness in in a way that's uh, that's it's a little bit different for mattress companies. It's really interesting. Absolutely, and I think uh, you know you can't forget about your your health, the importance of sleep. Uh, you know, I would say health is your no- number one priority. Everything else is is really secondary. You'll be a better entrepreneur, a better parent, a better student, better person if you take care of your own health first, and don't grind yourself to the ground. Jack, thanks so much. Super interesting. Thank you, guys. Appreciate being here. A reminder, you can subscribe to Inspiring Entrepreneurs Montreal as a podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, or your favorite platform, and log on to the website, inspiringentrepreneursmtl.com, for hundreds of local entrepreneur profiles since 2009. Thanks to Heroes for another great show, and we'll see you back here soon. Talk.